Good morning and good morrow, Goober Gossipers. It's your girl, back at it again with another episode brought to you in part by Stiggity. So today, let's start off with a fucking word of the day. And we're just going to go off on the regular tangents. I think maybe next week we'll bring in a guest, spice things up a little bit. And kind of get on with the season. It's so far been stiggity. And I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's not it's not something like against the grain. Or it's not like, <laughs> it's not something different than has been like my freaking regular schedule, I'd say, for eh. Somewhere around the past three years, you know, <laughs> like, it's all good. It's all good. Um, it's a beautiful thing to finally sit down or take the time to, you know, consolidate some content to the podcast because, you know, I have a big freaking mouth, y'all. I have a big mouth and I believe that I am heard from coast to coast. In some cases, I um, you know, speaking in general humor, like everybody, I'm not sure if you guys read the book, Everybody Poops. Well, in the same thought of everybody poops, everybody farts, right? Well, I think for, I think the word fart is just <laughs> it's a silly word on its own, but you know, it, it just has like I don't know, it just sounds sounds bad, I suppose. Fart. <laughs> It's like a it's like a German word or something. It's like it's like it has like a harsh harsh R. <laughs> so I think the proper proper the proper topple the the proper the proper way to say these words and things is would probably be bubble or toot. <laughs> Toot close to root comes out to boot. It's the little bed of air. <laughs> it just zoom zooms right at your butthole. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of, I kind of started going like to the personality side, the personality trait, like. Super serious fucking professor mode. Look, <laughs> this podcast is here to bring you your friendly friend entertainment, friendly friend entertainment, stiggity motivation, and the love inflation. Not hating. Fucking A. So, my last podcast, 
Um, last episode was on emotions and I got all in depth with like how it's important that we begin to like recognize our emotions because like we are a body you know this meat and bones is like our temple but we like we like exist outside of our body like just take this simple second to realize that these thoughts that I'm sharing with you like you're not sitting right next to me though you kind of are but like on a dimension like of understanding like your understanding body (laughs) and I like understand this understanding body to be like a part of us, you know, like, a part of that trinity, and I'm, like, all into numerology and a lot of esoteric um, information because what I like to do is I like to take little bits of information, and I am able, in my mind, to piece together these little bits of information to create a, like, whole new understanding, a whole new discovery, and in some ways, you can fucking, you know, I like to think of myself as, like, an Einstein, like, I like to think of myself (laughs) as a fucking genius that I am, you know, I'm a fucking dumbass, too, but, like, (laughs) we all have different, we all have the sides. We all have the fucking sides. All the guys, that you know, they have the fucking sides. So, I know um, the men who listen to this. Um, and bless, your, bless y'all's heart in the freaking best way. Because, you know, I understand the way that I convey information is a little bit different than, you know, what you might be used to. And so... That requires patience. And the fact that you you guys are patient with me is freaking phenomenal. Like, you guys are amazing. I just must say, you're amazing. You're loved. You're freaking beautiful. You're awesome. So, and you're fucking genius. You're absolutely fucking genius. So, Einstein had rode a bike, he rode his bike around at 12, and he would go out on his boat every day, you know, I'm not sure if you know the story, you know, which, this is kind of stiggity, kind of the stiggity stiggityness, but I want to highlight that Einstein was so unique, he was like, super unique, (laughs) super different, um, and also he had, like, a similar drive, like, that I can respect and I can empathize with, that it was a question in his mind that became a journey, and that journey led to a place of discovery, and that place of discovery was a whole journey 
but let me get to it. So, in essence, Einstein figured out E equals MC squared. And for those that, you know, I'm not a mathematician and, you know, I had to like do my homework a little bit on this because math is hard, y'all. Fucking, you know, sometimes putting two and two together can be easy for a few, but for the analytical kind or like the kind of people that they overthink might start adding or like deducing numbers that are not there or just like maybe get confused by the equations and stuff but any hoodles back to equals mc squared is just that energy and matter are related you know there's some sort of um there's some sort of correlation between energy and matter and the conversion in the understanding, like in this equation, is converted through like the speed of light. So, I mean, it goes it goes into like deep concepts, and that I think become like from a mathematic standpoint, almost like a metaphysical standpoint, because. E equals MC squared also kind of correlates with the, like, quantum world and the quantum um, understandings because, so, well, because, I'll go back. (laughs) So, they had done a bunch of experiments to, like, you know, get to this final understanding and so they use electric magnetic pulses on metal to measure the electrons to see if the electrons worked the same as the larger body and they were shocked whenever they had finally got to the conclusion of their discovery because they had thought that it would be like an apple from a, like falling from a tree it would fall towards the earth like it would like an atom it would or a molecule it would um fall towards the nucleus or like a ball rolling down a hill the particles you know they figured it would work as such it would work in same or similar unison as the larger body. But they were shocked, in fact, to realize that it was nothing like they thought. The particles almost moved as if it was like a ball rolling down the stairs. The variables were shifting, you know, up, down, up, down, negative, positive, negative, positive. It was, it was constantly fluctuating. And um, the fluctuation, there was, I guess, like an average in that. But they realized that at a subatomic level, like the subatomic world works completely different than the larger world. 
which goes and correlates with quantum theories and quantum science and understanding because yes e equals mc squared meaning energy and matter are related and correlated so if energy and matter are related and correlated like in quantum science is more about this subatomic world is more focused around the subatomic world but see the beautiful thing about all of this is is that mind and matter are somehow correlated and they were they observed this through understanding um, quantum physics because an experiment requires an observer it requires a mind to observe the experiment and also undoubtedly through the data has realized that the mind also affects the matter of the experiment so i want to rewind a little bit because i know that i talked about the age of aquarius the time that we're in being that more now than ever before we're understanding ourselves in our thought body in our emotional body more than like ever before we're in quarantine you know we are forced to stay at home to socially distance and what that really means is to look inward and i think that it is just a fucking divine and beautiful time i know that there's definitely a yang but on this on this freaking podcast we try to keep stuff elevated we kind of try to share the light open eyes and you know share fucking stiggity perspective so a good um analogy or example i'd say example rather than analogy to solidify in y'all's understanding how significant these small things are that I'm sharing with you is just simply, you know, in karate and I'm pretty sure that one of their core basics is mind, you know, mind over matter when coming to (laughs) showing a five-year-old how to put their hand through a wooden block or a cinder block without the cinder, you know, it being like some trick wood, or you know what I mean? It's mind over matter because our mind, as the observer, has the potential to affect the matter in the world around. So, um, there was an experiment that was done 
And what they did was they pretty much measured the frequency of thoughts. And, like, I was talking about this before. Like, our thoughts and our emotions are happening, you know, somewhere outside our body because, (coughs) excuse me, wherever we are in the world right now is... wherever we are in the world right now is irrelevant to the understandings that in the thoughts that are being shared. So there was an experiment done on with thoughts on water. So what they did was they wanted to, they wanted to test the whole theory of pretty much a compilation of everything that I've kind of like went over. So what they did was without speaking a word because to say a word it creates a vibration and they were trying to measure it more on a subatomic level and to explore this and its effects on the larger body, what they did was they wrote some things down on pieces of paper. And a simple yet major difference in example was there was a piece of paper that said, I love you. And on the other piece of paper, it said, I hate you. And they took the pieces of paper and they taped them to piece, uh, to glass of water in which the variables are the same. Like the temperature of the water is the same. It's the same type of glass. It's filled to the same volume and it's frozen. Now, they look at the frozen water molecules under a microscope after it freezes, and to their sudden surprise, they realize that the words that were written on the paper affected the way that the water molecules froze because the water molecules... (laughs) the water molecules froze perfect geometrically and just absolutely beautiful like snowflakes snowflake like crystallizations in the frozen water on the um in in the water (laughs) in the glass that said i love you in the glass that said, oh, I hate you, it froze, it came out looking almost like ugly, like blobby cancer cells or something like that. It was just not, it was not pretty. <laughs> and it was exactly the same. The only difference is what was written on the paper that was put on the glass. 
So that right there should let you know that our freaking thoughts and our emotions deeply affect the world around us. So in harnessing certain emotions and like bottling them in, you see um, that it affects different parts of the body. I've studied Jin Shin Jitsu, which is an ancient form of self-healing. And it's, it's simple, you know, it's understanding the energy meridians in our body. Now, <laughs> this correlates, um, this, you know, self-healing correlates with um, acupuncture. Because in acupuncture, this too is an ancient thing, <laughs> But what it works on is the energy that's already present within our bodies. And it focuses on certain energy meridians. Now, I know some of you are just kind of mind blown in realizing that these connections are just subtle connections that we have possibly even like overlooked in our fucking in our own day to day in all these things but you know knowing is half the battle and i say it all the time you know application and understanding then becomes wisdom and if you don't share wisdom then you know you're you're freaking you're failing you're you're failing the world man you're failing the world um you know it's beautiful this youtube you know you could find information in so many places and it's a beautiful thing because i feel that from the time of alexandria till fucking now in certain aspects we're kind of like back in the same general possible like state of transition as far as like knowing and understanding and like it's so important to our identity to think about these things I like I think because it all is relevant to who we are and in this time you know in understanding mind over matter and understanding that our thoughts and our emotions have a vast effect on the world around us <laughs> and even ourselves. <laughs> it is, it's a beautiful thing. And forgive me y'all, um, I've been a little bit phlegmy, <laughs> but that's just because over here in the Carolinas, <laughs> The the uh the freaking weather is just starting to like it's just starting to shift. <laughs> so time to button up your freaking button up your jackets and stuffs and things. Keep your neck warm and all that good stuff. But you know 
the things that we give attention to become a part of this body of mind of ours, you know? Like, you watch a fucking scary movie before bed, and then you have a dream. You're like, ah! (laughs) It is all relevant. It is all freaking relevant. You have to be careful of what we take in, because... Like, what we eat, you know, like, it kind of becomes a part of us. And, like, now in the world, there's so many people that are, like, focused on their diet and all this and all this stuff, you know, healthy living, which I, you know, I'm not against at all. (laughs) I'm totally with it. But I'm in an understanding that to follow that up, you know, we need a little bit of therapy time, y'all. You know, we need a little bit of personal therapy. And that personal therapy comes from introspective introspection. <laughs> Inspection, introspection, expansion. So we fucking look inside. So Einstein, in other words, like knew this, knew that energy and matter were related and that mind and matter were also somehow correlated. So (laughs) this falls right into, back to everything that I was saying, but... Missing the simple concepts and thoughts like, all right, we're talking about Einstein. Let's talk about the Bible for a minute. Because in the Bible, to understand who I am and to to know who I am is to know who God is. And to love who I am is to love who God is. God, the creator, referred to himself, aside from Yahweh, as the great I am, which I think slightly indicates, aside from the also writing in the Bible saying, stating that we are but co-creators, as a YouTuber, or a podcaster, or a singer, an artist, a mother, a father, a friend. We are creators of these fucking vibes. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a deep thing. (laughs) Deep as hell. And it's important in this media time to to fucking just be aware, you know? And that's a hard thing. I think the uh, the saying that people would rather be asleep is just simply people would rather not take accountability for the place in the world where their mind 
<laughs> has correlation to the matter in the world around. So, as a matter of fact, y'all, you know, understanding our strengths and our weaknesses is an internal thing. And understanding our emotions and our thoughts, that's an internal thing. But all these things are the small things that make up the larger body that is who you are. And who you are is beautiful and who you are is amazing and who you are is a freaking stiggity goober. And I say that was a beautiful, beautiful rant. My friends, my goobas, my stiggity motherfuckways. Till later, motherfuckways. It's your girl, Jenny Beats. Also known as just your friendly friend, Tana. Your stiggity motivator. Your lover, not hater. And till next time. We're going to try to bring on a guest, and I hope that you are able to take something from this podcast, this episode today, and apply it in a stiggity way, and that you can live long, vibe strong, and prosper on goobers. Stiggity, stiggity.